Regularly making sure social media platforms are aware of the latest narratives dangerous to public health. You shouldn't be banned from one platform and not others uh, if you are for uh, uh, providing misinformation out there. Algorithms, I don't know how they work, but they all do know how they work. The public has a right to know. That's the point that we're making, and we're dealing with a life or death issue here, and so everybody has a role to play in making sure there's accurate information. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. You are listening to Blue Collar Blacklisted. And yet again, I think I still have long COVID, by the way. My voice is still, I thought it was going to be 100%. It's not. I'm your host, Stanley Hudson, joined by Buford and Captain Reverso. Today, we have a special guest. uh, And I've actually used some of this gentleman's material uh, off of Truth Social a few times. uh, So you've heard me mention his name. But we're joined today by screen name, the deplorable veteran, ultra deplorable veteran, so how are you doing? I'm great, fellas. How are you? Oh man, excellent. So um, we're, we're uh, I was just explaining before we're recording that uh, we like to deal with people that are like us. And from my assertion, uh, Mr. Deplorable Veteran is a lot like us. So, Sounds like it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so on your profile, dude, just to, so, because I know like a lot of people were curious because I was curious before too looking a Purple Heart recipient uh, served in Iraq and Afghanistan. Yes, sir. Um, you care to tell us any anything a little bit about your service? Um, yeah, um, I joined active duty uh, U.S. Army 2006, uh, and I served until 2014. Um, I was actually stationed in Germany um, before my combat deployments. Uh, a place called Grafenbeer. I don't know if you guys heard of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I, Grafenbeer. I, 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 I have. Yeah. You, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where Elvis Presley was stationed. Yeah, that's exactly what, what I've, I've heard of. Oh, that. So that's probably yeah. why I did not. <laughs> yeah. I've not heard of it. Then. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I went to Oktoberfest twice when I was over there, and remember maybe about an hour of it. Yeah. <laughs> the Germans really like to drink, and uh, I couldn't handle it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah, I did a tour in Iraq and I was sorry, Afghanistan in two thousand and nine, mm-hmm. which. Uh, which is where I received my Purple Heart. And then um, two months later, I, uh, I did a year tour in, in Iraq, um, training some of the Iraqi intelligence officers out there. Wow. Uh, it's just a re- really cool, uh, really cool deployment. No no combat missions in Iraq. Um, but yeah, that's about it. That's fascinating, um, dude. Well, uh, obviously, thank you for your service. Um what, I, and it goes without saying, man, what is your opinion on the uh, disastrous pullout from Afghanistan? Oh, man. Uh, I lost a friend in Afghanistan. And, like, I don't know. It just, it just seems like, I, and a lot of veterans, I, I think, would back me up on this. Like, it, it was just atrocious. I mean, we were there for, you know, two decades, and we didn't have a draw plan. You know, something better than this. Yeah. I mean it seems like certain people and political power just use it as optics, you know, to, to make, say, Hey, yes, I got the troops out of Afghanistan, but at, you know, at what point do you, do you not sacrifice American lives for something like that? You know? And, and I, I just feel like they had to do something because that was obviously Donald Trump's plan uh, over the long term, And they had to do something right after 
to to compensate because that's that's what the people had wanted. That's what the Democrats had sold themselves on. But it also seems to me that now that 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 that, that ability to, to to war profiteer there is gone. We're getting involved in Ukraine. Yeah, uh, and you have you did you guys uh, see the the news report from ABC? I think Jack Pasilbiak. Uh, Mm-hmm. Uh, posted about uh, the 101st Airborne's in Romania right now. Yes, I did see that. So, me, I mean, looking outside, you know, looking in, that to me, that just screams escalation. You know, moving an entire combat brigade that close to Ukraine, you know, uh, I, I know Putin's looking at this and seeing that as a sign of aggression, in my opinion. What would you like to see happen in that situation? Just your opinion. Man, well, stop giving him money. I mean, I think that is Europe's, uh, you know, Europe should be handling this monetarily. And, you know, um, I mean, I think the U.S. still has a lot of influence, you know, worldwide. But what about a peace deal or a treaty or something, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, Zelensky's basically saying that's off the table. So, like, where is this going exactly? Which I saw that some Democrats today were wanting to kind of backpedal, and and they're talking about possible negotiations for a diplomatic deal, but that wasn't, you know, as a whole. That was several outliers, and that's been my complaint this whole time is that this administration, you know, we were told that Donald Trump was, you know, multiple times by multiple people – got to get us into to a nuclear conflict. And here we're at the break of nuclear conflict with this. I have a hard time coming up with a, I, I don't want to say anything that I don't want to call him the president, but with, with the Biden regime at the helm, we're on the brink of nuclear conflict. And for all the tools they supposedly have for long-term politicians, there's no diplomatic tools whatsoever in their toolbox. And it's almost as if like what you're saying, and I agree, Zelensky doesn't want to negotiate and, he's dictating our policy towards that conflict with it, you know, basically his belligerence and his pride. Absolutely. Uh, and you, something that just came to mind about Pelosi, her doing her quote unquote diplomatic mission to Taiwan. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, just, I, I don't, they're willing to go for their self-interest, which I think it's because of her uh, play in the video chips, but that's a different conversation. Um, but they're willing to do something like that, but not willing to do it for Ukraine. And, and that's just it. How much, um, I'm sorry, Buford, are you trying to interject? Well, I was just going to ask, like, what, what do you think the possibility of, of nuclear war, realistically, what do you think the possibility of nuclear war is? And do you think that Putin has been holding back, not necessarily on nuclear stuff, because we all know he could drop that any time, but just... Do you think he's been holding back, or do you think he's been giving it his all? Man, that's uh, the second question. That's a tough one. Um, and I asked that I, because growing up, we always heard Russia, 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 and how powerful they are. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I mean, you would think they wouldn't have any trouble with, with and, you Ukraine know, I, over there. Yeah, but I I think the the reason why it's at a, a stalemate technically is because of what the U.S. is supplying them. 
They're yeah. supplying them with, you know, amazing equipment, stinger missiles, you know, things that Ukrainians normally wouldn't have, you know, so th- that I think that's why it's at a stalemate. Um, as far as nuclear war, I think it's a min- minimal. I think there's a better chance of uh, North Korea sending out a nuke than Putin. Um, I, I just think that if in, in the mindset of Putin, he knows that if he starts sending something out, it, it's going to trigger a worldwide nuclear, you know, game that's going to be going on. And I don't think anybody right now would want to do that. Um, that's just my personal opinion. I mean, I've been surprised numerous times, you know what I mean? But just going off what I'm seeing, it just, it just seems like it's, it's escalating, but it's kind of plateauing at the same time. And one of the things I was looking at is the uh, the drones that Russia's using that are coming from Iran. We're funding, we're giving the money to Iran, and then they're selling the drones to, to Russia. So we're basically funding both sides of this, which is not surprising, but... Uh, and historically going back and looking, you know, Hillary Clinton and the, and the reset button, Barack Obama, you know, will have more uh, freedom in my second term. Uh, so these politicians, uh, you know, Mitch McConnell, all these guys had uh, a friendly dialogue with Vladimir Putin. And then when, in 2016, when Trump surprised them all, like, Oh, it's, it's uh Mm-hmm. Putin's fault that now he's just this horrible person. He's the worst person on the planet. I'm not saying that he's a good guy. He's a communist. So, and that's one of the things about it is that, you know, that there doesn't always have to be a good guy and a bad guy. They're pretty much both bad. And it's a conflict that needs to be resolved with that, with minimal U S interaction in my opinion. But for mm-hmm. however the money flows, it's obviously too much for them to let it, let it lie the way it is. You know, they, basically they can't keep their hands out of it for profiteering. In my opinion, yeah, for sure. Like I, when I saw that report, I mean, it, it it really didn't surprise me. You know, the the funding of both sides. Yes. Um, uh, it's 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 just a money making scheme. You know, the uh, industrial military industrial complex, and that's been going on for since you know uh, Desert Storm. Yes. You know, um, just a, a, almost a continuation. It, I, I just I, I don't understand like like wh- why the there, there's no diplomacy anymore. It's almost just like a, a show of force whenever the Democrats are in charge, yeah. and then whenever Republicans get back in, like Donald Trump, there's healing of relations. You know, with the Middle East, the the accords that were signed, and just that that man that man is he wrote the art of the deal because he knows how to to close. He's always closing, you know, on deals. And back in between 2016 and 2020, that is when the world has been the safest it has in a very long time. Oh, yeah. Then you'll hear the who's who of the, the corrupt political class tell you that the opposite was happening. One of the things that's so sickening to me is that, that they can continue to fool people on the pretense that we're doing this for Ukrainians' freedom. And, and nothing, you know, aside from what you just described, oh, we're doing this for Ukrainian people whenever the civil conflict that had been going on there since, what, 2014 was occurring with the separatist regions. And, you know, oh, you can afford to pay higher gas prices. You, Americans can ex- afford to sacrifice more. And we're told this by Zelensky and American politicians, Biden included, that we'll have to sacrifice more for Ukrainian freedom. Look, dude, and you being a veteran yourself, and you know better than I do, man, like our veterans need 
exponentially more concerned with our veterans than Ukrainian the Ukrainian people. I'm sorry. You know what I mean? And, but mm-hmm. f- furthermore, I don't think that our money's going anywhere that that's benefiting your average Ukrainian. That's at, at the, you know, um, you know, the receiving end of all this, you know, this, it's not improving their lives It's improving American politicians lives. We've all seen the reports of the, the weapons, not the money and weapons, not making it to their final destination. You know, 30% is making it to, to where it needs to be. And, uh, Dude, it's just bad news written all over. I can't believe this is still going on. But. Exactly. Uh, that report from Chad Robichaux with uh, Mighty Oaks that's on boots on ground in Ukraine. And he's like, I don't see any sign of U.S. weaponry or anything funding. Like, he he's questioning. I think it made it to Gateway Pundit. And he was like, where is this money going? Yeah. Yeah, dude, it's it's. And, and you have to imagine, too, though, like the people that support this, like, if you know, knowing if Donald Trump was in office that this wouldn't have occurred, why couldn't the Biden administration have done the same thing? And why do you still support it, even though you would have? It's because it, I, I know some people that are conflicted on this. And and this is the the because the, I've got a kind of a personal axe to grind with somebody, you know, close to me on on that issue. And, and mm-hmm. just thinking out loud, it seems to me ever since Russ Limbaugh died, man, the, the older generation has no lighthouse anymore as far as their political guidance. And that's this is, that statement's probably going to get me a phone call, but um, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> it's uh, I don't know, man. It's uh, it, it's it's frustrating, frustrating to me, but uh, that that's just a terrible situation. Um, I've got a, a few things here, man. I, I'd love it if you if you would join us just to because uh, I and I made sure that these were uh, video format, so nobody had to listen to me read with my long COVID, <laughs> long COVID voice <laughs> and coughing and hacking and carrying on, and obviously. I wouldn't want to have a guest listen to me read all evening, but so I've got a compilation of different videos, man, different subject matter. We can hit these, we can hit whatever you want to hit in between, man. We're here to have fun. So, um, and low hanging fruit here, man, I I feel kind of like a bully, (laughs) but, uh, we've got just a small clip of a Fetterman from last, from last night. So let's, uh, so we'll, we'll get your hot take on this, but, uh, Hit it, Reverso. I have to make sure that everyone that works is able to, that's that's the most American bargain, that if you work full-time, you should be able to live in dignity as well, true. And I believe they haven't have any businesses being, being uh, you can't have businesses being subsidized by not paying ind- uh, individuals that just simply can't have to, to pay their own way. Opin- opinions, everybody. <laughs> oh. Is that Kamala Harris's writer? Dude, I, my, my opinion was Kamala Harris is really, really happy right now that somebody sounds worse than her. She's celebrating. I think I made a post about this earlier about, you know, like, just imagine if this was this was switched and Dr. Oz was on the left and Fetterman was on the right. Oh. The left is going ballistic on Fetterman right now. Oh, it'd be a bloodbath. And, and because... You know, and- all of those things, all, all the things that, uh, you know, make it wrong to talk about him, they would pounce on those, flip it 180 degrees, and, and take great joy in mocking the fact that, that, that he had a stroke. Which now, and that being said, and I'm sure you're the same, I'm not a huge fan of Oz by any stretch of the imagination. I, I'm like a lot of people, I'm kind of compounded by that endorsement, and I get it. It was probably out of desperation and necessity to some degree. And obviously, uh-huh. we can't, you can't win them all 100% the way they need to be with the deck stacked against us in totality. But um, needless to say, I, you know, in the, the polling is indicating that Oz is, especially after this, has pulled far ahead. 
Oh, for sure. But yeah, that uh, yeah. <laughs> it's so far be removed for me to make fun of the guy. Like, and in reverso, in fact, actually, I said that he he reminds me a little bit of Fetterman this evening. He's wearing his hoodie, the obligatory Fetterman style hoodie. He's so relatable. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's almost like the the Bernie Sanders vibe of just like that sloppy look, like the the Democrats love so much. Yeah. Why, and yeah. why did I mean he had a stroke? But like, what was the cause of the stroke? Was it? I mean, was it something stupid like drugs or something? Or I mean, he just I don't no. Know. That typically wouldn't get a stroke um, that way. I, I used to be a, a a nationally registered critical care uh-huh. paramedic. So a few ways you can get a stroke is like uh, like really high blood pressure or something uh, in your brain. Uh, there, there's a ischemic like the blood blood gets cut off in your brain. Yeah, um, that's that's a couple of causes of a stroke. So I mean, looking, he's he's a relatively large dude, you know. So his blood pressure has probably unche- been unchecked for a while. So that would be my guess. But um, I mean, regardless, he had one. But like in a if he didn't have the stroke, he would still be allowing would allow criminals on the street every day. And, you know, all, all this stuff like that. So regardless of his physical ability, he, he's still a threat to Pennsylvania. Oh yeah. His policy was absolutely horrific, mm-hmm. but there was that growth on the back of his neck slash head though, too. Maybe some kind of, uh, <laughs> parasite or something i don't know that was maybe causing the blood pressure i don't know he looks like it he could be an alien yeah i mean it could have come from all those homeless camps that you see on youtube like when you go in philadelphia and stuff i'll tell you this dude a little shot of adrenochrome adrenochrome will fix him right up dude no no more stroke (laughs) symptoms dude it'll be good see if he was getting a good if he was getting off in hillary clinton supply prior to this stroke never i mean right though never would have happened right yeah Deplorable veteran. I mean, he would have been good, right? I mean, sure. Get, get him, a, get just get him a little vial of her good stuff. Ain't nobody getting in her good stuff, dude. It's too valuable. Yeah, you got that right. But yeah, that was and, and it's funny too because like even uh, Cuomo and everybody who had to, which that, and that's the thing about it, they were trying to prop this dude up the same as they do Joe Biden and so many others like AOC. Like, and I'm not saying, well, I am saying it to be mean, but it's the truth. You know, the, these people that are completely incompetent and totally inept to hold office and lead they they willingly and gleefully participate in this charade that these people are something they're not and they were doing it with him prior to this they were selling you that this no man this guy's good man he's he's okay the the stroke didn't affect him no and and again the the policy was bad enough as it was but now he's he's completely compromised intellectually and otherwise you can't you can't trust this dude to make good decisions pre-stroke much less now Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, we're seeing the, the, the same type of issue in the White House right now. I mean, I, I was uh, talking with somebody and, um, you know, prior paramedics, we use the Glasgow coma scale to see if somebody is, has altered what's called altered mental status. Right. Um, I went on so many calls to nursing homes mm-hmm. that uh, an individual, a patient had an altered mental status that were better than Joe Biden. Cognitively. Oh, I've been, wow. you ain't going to convince me. I believe it. And so there was this no. thing the other day, this way, Joe, Alice Cooper, I, I meant uh, Jill Biden. 
I get, I, I get, I get him confused. But uh, yeah, the Alice Cooper lookalike was just doing what she always does. And it, man, it's it's so insulting. What were you gonna say? I just don't see how the American public can just keep on with this, man. I mean, you got Biden, then you got Fetterman. I mean, what? Oh, there's a litany. I mean, there's there's tons more. Uh, oh yeah, I know Jocelyn you got Benson, uh, Gretchen Whitmer. I mean, and that's one of the good things, too, we're seeing, man. And and it's so cheap because, like, oh, the Republicans are surging last minute. No, they're not surging last minute. They were always ahead. And the fake pollsters have to, you know what I mean? They have to have a little, uh, try to keep a little bit of their uh, legitimacy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, the, the numbers were fudged the whole time. And the, the beauty of it is, like, Carrie Lake is pulling, I think she's 11 points ahead today by most metrics, okay? Which is huge. Yeah. And, oh, and then we'll have it up in here in just a second. You know, let me, maybe I need to save that thought yeah, I now. think uh, Lee Zeldin's up by a point right now. Again, huge. And, and again, yeah. we know that those numbers there are skewed, so it's probably, in all likelihood, it's it's going to be there's above that. And, uh, and, and th- that's the thing that I've struggled with, too, with the Democrat Party. You would think that they would at least try to dial it back to, like, the Bill Clinton or something, man. Like even somewhat realistic, right? Like when you've seen, you know, Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton both campaigned on uh, traditional marriage. They 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 were not for gay marriage until it became politically convenient, and then they were. And so these people, lock, stock, and barrel, like you, and and we'll we'll get to it, man. I don't want to, you know, uh, over blow your wad for a better, you know, lack of a better term. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. but you know, I don't want to get everything out now. But um, man, dude, it's just you. You would think that for political viability that they would try to appeal to people like us. But instead, and, and uh, deplorable veteran can relate, dude, you go to work every day. You don't get hemmed up with the law. You pay your taxes, raise your family, and keep and don't bother anybody, and you vote every two years. And now you're a freaking terrorist. Like vote th- once every two yep. years. What I say? No, I'm, I'm just adding to oh, that. Oh, instead I got you, I got you, I got you. Like, okay, yeah, yeah. You, know, no, I got you. Times, you vote yeah, once. Sure. But what I'm saying, though, is you, you – your plan is to not appeal to, to to us whatsoever at all. Your your plan is to alienate us, insult us, disparage us, and then vilify us. That's your plan. That's why that's and everybody knows that to say they're prone to cheating is the underta- understatement of the century. I mean, the, the, they cannot win any legitimate any legitimate election. They can't. I don't think they can oh, win no. California. And California is been rigged for a very long time uh man I, I, I don't know but like like you were saying it's it's like they're almost they they have all their chips in they're all in now because like if if somebody caves now and starts becoming more moderate the the squad or left they're gonna they're gonna pounce on that yes you know what i mean so they're, they're eating each other right now which is beautiful I know. I, I love liberals here. I put in my coffee every. <laughs> and that was one of the things we talked about last week. Was man the the uh, the Muslim parents versus the uh, the pro gay people, the pro groomer people. These school board meetings, man. Like I just like to sit back and watch. I knew this was coming for years. I'm surprised it took this long for that conflict to to arise. But for sure, it's uh, it's just, it's got. It's got entertainment value written all over it from my perspective. But this is going to, we're going to roll right into the next one. And this, and I, I think actually, 
I can't remember what I ripped from you and what I didn't on true social to use for content, but um, the uh, this is this is Hillary. Everybody by now has seen this, except for Captain Reverso and Buford. But uh, what's that supposed to mean? Yeah, they're not as poli- <laughs> they're not as political as I am. <laughs> but but uh, go ahead. The 2022 midterm elections, and they are incredibly important. But we also have to look ahead because you know what? Our opponents certainly are. Right-wing extremists already have a plan to literally steal the next presidential election. And they're not making a secret of it. The right-wing controlled Supreme Court may be poised to rule on giving state legislatures, yes, you heard me that correctly, state legislatures the power to overturn presidential elections. Just think, if that happens, the 2024 presidential election could be decided not by the popular vote or even by the anachronistic electoral college, but by state legislatures many of them republican controlled anachronistic like dude she has a bone to pick ever since she she got hammered oh it's the sixth anniversary of the the biggest uh you remember that tweet where she put out a, a picture <laughs> yes this, the, the president of the united states yeah uh, of her uh, as a little kid <laughs> yeah oh but She's she, she's denying the election, so is she a domestic terrorist now? She is. She absolutely is. <laughs> well, and, and that's the, and that's the thing, man. Like, okay, so let's see here. Going going backwards, twenty sixteen was stolen. Uh, twenty eighteen in Georgia was stolen. Twenty twenty was the most safe and secure election, bar none, period of all time, without question. It was sanctioned by God Himself. It was, dude. It's you know he's got it's got his seal of approval. He notarized it. Psh, boom, no fraud here. Perfectly normal, in spite of all you, you know, all levels of evidence. But twenty twenty four, man, it's gonna be stolen again. So wait a minute, how'd this happen again? Like we got to re- and like I cannot believe that people fall for this. But the Democrat Party as a whole, and I don't know who is behind her doing that video. Dude, you've got to get this dang old stagnant hag out of here. If you guys again want to have any viability, you got to get the. She's toxic, man. Oh, for sure. Politically, she's totally toxic. Was that video sponsored by the George Soros Foundation? I, I'm sure it was. There was, I think, there was an insignia there. I don't know, but it, it was, it was a. Uh, what what was that? Play that again, just to start it, because I think there is a. Uh, I think there's something in the bottom corner. And they are incredibly. Oh, there's not. I thought, I thought there. I thought I saw. But we also have to look ahead. I thought I saw some kind of abbreviation on the original video, but no, I don't know who is behind that. But I love it. She should keep doing that, like because you're not helping, and you're just making people angry and alienating. But like people know she's toxic. Yeah, she's scary. Oh, for little. sure. And her voice. Mm. Yeah, so I, I used to have a, a, a on True Social the uh, background. I think people thought it was a little more um, uh, disturbing than maybe I thought. But Dad uh, is a child. We've actually got it right here in our studio. I'm looking right at it. Has a toilet seat with Bill Clinton in the middle of it, and it's got fake pee and draft dodger, dope smoker, liar, whoremonger written on it. And uh, so this, this is how I was raised, hating the Clintons. <laughs> like, I, I've always said we would make a pilgrimage. If she, if she would damn die already, we'd go pee on her freaking grave. But adrenochrome, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah, right. Don't cut that. 
Don't cut that out. Okay. okay. I'll leave it in there. All right. Hey, and anybody's welcome to come. I mean, deplorable veteran wants to go. Oh, you're welcome, man. Everybody reverse. Oh, you can go. You just can't drive. The <laughs> what was that? I'll be the first one in line. There you go, dude. Yeah. And that's the thing of their security. I've already devised a mechanism of which I can shoot a small vial out with some kind of a bungee cord apparatus. Not unlike the one that was... Remember when the metal thing fell out of her pants when they threw her in the van in New York? Do you, do you remember that? Uh-oh. Yeah, like... Wasn't she like? Wasn't she having a stroke too, or something like that? I don't know. It was like they were they were like yeah. supporting her, and it was like and like this little bracket came shooting out of her pants. Did you? Did you, a lot of people didn't see that? No. Yeah, a, a lot of people they didn't see that. Okay, but the it shot it's it shot right out of there. Yeah, it shot right out, dude. That was my Trump impression. Yeah, we covered it in a, in an episode. Long, I mean, we're on like ninety four. Yeah, now. it was a long time ago. When we covered yeah, it. that was that was because uh, she was at the nine eleven memorial and she had the stroke and they and they had a name like the Scooby Van and they threw her in the Scooby Van. But like, and you got to slow it down. There's a couple of good videos. There's not many, but yeah, you could mm-hmm. hear you could hear the metal like a like a uh, spring steel like release, and you could see a, like a L bracket fall out of her pants. And there was all kinds of speculations as to what it was. Maybe some type of a knee brace or a back brace, but. When you think about how she's always got the stupid uh, Kim Jong Un, or is it Il? What's his name? Who is it now? Un, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Um. she's got the coat like he has. But yeah, ah. you'll if if I can find it, I will. Uh, I'll post it and tag you if I can find it. Man, it's it's pretty fascinating. Sure. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's very intriguing. So did you see uh, did you see the the Project Veritas on Katie Hobbs' twin sister? No, I don't think so. Okay. So, because this is freaking awesome, by the way. So, and I love those guys. Uh, and I implore every time uh, we, we have a show, I implore people to donate because, dude, it, we, it, that's the thing, too. When you're talking about entertainment for per dollar value, I feel like mm-hmm. they, they deliver, dude. Oh, yeah. J- James O'Keefe, man, that dude is, he's a savage. Oh, yeah. And, which, and there's a reason that he has to walk around with that body armor on sometimes, dude. You know they want that guy so bad. Oh, for sure. So all across the country, Democrat candidates, not candidates themselves, but the party, was putting money in primaries into the races of the extreme Trump-endorsed candidates as opposed to the moderate Republicans that were running because they wanted those extremists to win because they knew that the Dems had a better chance of winning their races against the extremist candidates than they did against the moderate Republicans. I'm standing here in Maricopa County, Arizona, the Grand Canyon State, founded in 1912. A fierce gubernatorial race is underway between current Secretary of State Democrat Katie Hobbs and Republican candidate Carrie Lake. Our undercover journalist sat with Becky Hobbs, that's Katie Hobbs' twin sister, and uncovered a surprising, if not shocking, national Democrat strategy to help Carrie Lake win her primary. So the Dem Party put money into those extremist races so that that would be And okay, so on election night, on primary night, when we, we were at Katie's event on primary night and 
she didn't know the night of the election who her opponent was going to be, but Karen Taylor Robson was up by 10 points. Yeah. And it was kind of like it took the air out of the room because everyone knew that Katie was pulling better against Carrie Lake. And everyone knew that Katie had a better chance to win against Carrie Lake. So everyone wanted Carrie Lake to be the nominee. So it was kind of like this sigh of relief when Carrie Lake actually ended up winning. Yeah. Because she's shopping. Is that all? Yeah. So it will be easier for her to win. Right. Now, although Becky Hobbs is a private citizen, she works for Mission for Arizona, which is an affiliate or political action committee, which is paid for by the Arizona Democratic Party, 51C4, which is behind all the big races here in Arizona, including Mark Kelly's Senate race. Now watch in a bizarre revelation to our Project Veritas action journalist, Becky Hobbs, that's Katie Hobbs' twin sister, reveals that her and her husband registered Republican. We both registered Republican to vote against Mark Kelly. Wait, to do what? To vote against uh, Joe Arpaio. This brings into question rhetoric in the news media, urging that democracy itself is at stake in this midterm election. So which is it? Are Trump-backed candidates a genuine threat? Or is it all engineered by the Democratic Party to alter public perception for their benefit? You decide. Reporting from Phoenix, Arizona, this is James O'Keefe with Project Veritas Action. Brutal, dude. Oh, man. What do you think about that? So the, the first segment, uh, that was kind of hard to hear. Yeah, um, sorry. Can you guys... Give me a synopsis a little bit. Yeah, we'll, so we'll she that was her sister, her twin sister. They they look <laughs> identical to me, and they both have that same mousy demeanor. Um, she was saying that they they were putting money into the extreme, uh, quote unquote, extreme MAGA Republicans can you know contributing money to them because they wanted them to win because they thought they were easier to beat, and so they were celebrating. Backfire. <laughs> Oh, and, and the beauty of that is, is that, yes, it backfired. And, uh, but man, one of the things too, though, uh, I'm thinking as I'm watching this is that Democrats are so terrible of, of all walks, man. They're so bad at blabbing about what they do. And so to some degree, they seem easy to catch and not, not, not to diminish the work that Project Veritas does, but damn, y'all can't shut up. And so there, there was supposed to be a leftist alternative, like a um, equal and opposite reaction. They were going to start their own Project Veritas style journalism, which is real journalism, obviously. And it, it, it failed, and probably because they couldn't tag and bag anybody, dude. But yeah, I mean, they're they're dumping money into these uh, the MAGA candidates' campaigns, dude, thinking they're easier to beat. That's, that's crazy. Now, now I can really see why Katie Hobbs doesn't want to debate Carrie Lake. It's so weak. It's uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of. This is it's weird to me. Uh, I mean, like to me, it's like if if they're the people that are donating to these these packs or whatever, if they knew about that, mm-hmm. they would no longer donate to them because that's where their money's going. Absolutely, absolutely. And I mean, I I could see as uh, I mean. It's kind of fraudulent, is it not? For sure. 
kind of nothing. I mean, it, yeah, it's it's fraudulent. It's fraud, which I mean that's that that that's but that's, that's what, what they, they do. That, yeah. That's what they are. Who they yeah. are, man. And and that's the crazy thing about it, man. To talk about quantum democracy, and the, and the idea that that we get to to all select our representation. And but man, you guys always always are the ones getting caught with your hand in the freaking cookie jar, dude. And their finger on the scale. That they they want to scream accountability, but like they're they're always attacking Republicans and holding us accountable. I'm just waiting for Republicans to swing that pendulum in their direction and start holding these you know these politicians, the the Democratic or Democrat politicians you know right and, and that's a beef i have with the republican party and i have for a long time is man they're feckless dude and now you you obviously you have people like desantis uh carrie lake seems awesome obviously we have to see her in the hot seat and what her capabilities really are her rhetoric is amazing um oh for sure but you i mean and you know everybody not everybody but there were there were some decent hopes for crenshaw when he got into office man i'm not only am I not impressed, I, I don't like him. I dislike him. Um, oh, man. I live close to his district, like probably uh, 10 or 15 minutes away. Because yeah. he represents the area here in uh, the Houston, Texas area. Okay. And I saw his campaign signs. I, man, I almost got in a wreck because it said veteran, which he is obviously a veteran. But then it said patriot underneath. And I, I just started laughing. I laughed for a good five to ten minutes because... Crenshaw, you are no patriot, dude. Yeah, you to me, in my opinion, as a veteran, I think he's the worst type of veteran because he used his status as a seal to promote him to elevate himself to where he is now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know, in my opinion, right? I, I, and me never having served, like I, I don't mean it as a signifier of disrespect, but I've said it on here before, man. Like, and John McCain would be another example. Americans sure. always appreciate service, man. Like it's it's the most noble thing, and and I appreciate John McCain's service, and I appreciate uh, Dan Crenshaw's service, but that doesn't give you the right to to um, do things that are unethical and unconstitutional to the electorate that put you there on the pretense that you're going to lead a certain way based on your your the, what you described, the way you sold your service was an indication that you're going to lead a certain way. And you said you're going to lead a certain way. People took that as legitimate because they, they look at a Navy SEAL as a fine, upstanding, honest, badass. You know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. you didn't do that. And that's not okay. Like not, that's not okay. And, and again, John McCain would be another perfect example, which I'll tell you one thing, man, if you really, really, really want to grit your teeth into a freaking talcum powder, look at some of the, the stuff where John McCain knowingly hid the information and chastised the families that were that were trying to get in touch with their POW family members that were left behind in Vietnam. It, the way he, he he interacted with them in congressional hearings and otherwise was absolutely disgusting. And, you know, I, I could make an argument either way. You know, and I'm going to ramble here. I'm sorry, dude. But in American culture, like what they refer to now as a groomer, a child molester, man, someone that would victimize a child is pretty much the worst of the worst. If, if if you knowingly left people behind in a war zone in a foreign country, that's uh, to me. If you knew people were left behind in Vietnam and you suppress that information, man, you're on par with a child molester to me, man. That is the that is absolutely in the in the dirt, dude. Yeah, that's, uh, that's the the low. Like, like I, there's no way my conscience would allow me to do something like that, you know. And if 
if I had done something like that, that is just something that I could not keep to myself. Yes. There, there's just no way, you know? Yeah. And, and that was the thing, man. They tried to talk about John McCain with such esteem and discount all that. Like I, I can't, I, and there, we actually, I got a guy that, uh, uh he was in Thailand during Vietnam. So he was in the air force and, I put this stuff's actually still on my desk at work where I printed it out so he could read it in which it was obviously he hated it, but it's actually still on my desk. I saw it the other day, but, uh, he's not an internet guy. I mean, he's obviously an old timer. He's, uh, deep into his seventies now, but yeah, man, it was, it was absolutely heinous, but, and that's the thing too, when you're saying that you personally couldn't do that, most people couldn't, the people that make good crooked politicians, they're the kinds that can do it. That's why people like us would never make it as a, as a politician, <laughs> maybe as a leader, yeah, yeah. not as a politician. And I think that's the problem. We have too many politicians and not enough leaders. Oh yeah. There's no statesmen left, man. There's a few, but, and, and that's the bad thing is you can pretty much name them on one hand. Mm-hmm. But that, and that's one of the, uh, again, man, I'm just babbling here, but, you know, Steve Bannon that was, he was going through, and I think that's one of the reasons they've, they've uh, kind of focused and fixated on him is because obviously he's a truth teller, uh, a very boisterous and flamboyant truth teller. And, mm-hmm. uh, but he was developing, he was basically going through working on a system to vet people to staff a, a second Trump administration so that you would minimize leaks and have people loyal to the agenda as opposed to what we had the first go around. I mean, to juxtapose that with what we see now, you don't see anywhere remotely close. I mean, you don't see any leaks coming out of this administration. And even when you do hear something, it's, it's something that you can already determine by looking at it. Oh, the White House is in chaos because you have a decrepit old freaking crook run in the thing, supposedly. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. there, There's no way he's making decisions. There, it's not possible. Who, in, you your, know? in your mind, who do you imagine is calling the shots here? Oh man, Obama probably, Susan Rice maybe. That's I, I mean, there there's people behind the scenes, you know. I agree. I absolutely agree. Well, uh, so has Obama been? Has he made uh, public he was, appearances and things lately? Is he showing up in different places? He was things? in the media the other day saying that uh, the Democrats have basically went too far with the. I think more so with the the tranny stuff. But dude, you you ushered this era of divisiveness in, you know. The, oh, oh yeah. he, he, I mean, the the commun the communist era, the the communist sympathizer era. He, dude, this is all on you, you know. Yeah, because this whole trans stuff is. I mean, it's just um, it's just exploded, man. Well, that's good because that's exactly what I have next. Deplorable veteran, are you ready? Yes. All right. This is uh. And again, man, like the, these these guys aren't like us. And some of our listeners, man, they they come to this show for this type of information. A lot of people hate this type of stuff, though, too. And I know why. So I know that me and you are on the same page as if haven't already seen this several times, in fact. But uh, this is uh, in the same vein as what Buford was just talking about. This is that, uh, and I'm a the White House invited us to libs of t- libs of TikTok. The White House invited Dylan Mulvaney, the transgender activist who went viral for documenting Days of Girlhood. So we'll watch the Days of Girlhood video here first if you hadn't seen it. I'm sure you probably have. 
It's day 222 of being a girl. I'm in Washington, D.C., and I'm going to the White House to speak to the President of the United States. Huh. You know that phrase, <laughs> I fear I may have girl boss too close to the sun? Well, that's how I feel today, because I get to sit down with Joe Biden and now this news, and I get to ask him a few questions surrounding trans issues in the United States and talk to him about my transness. And I, I really just want to represent my community transness. the best that I can. And you know what? As silly as I am on here, I'm ready to step up and show that trans people, we're not going anywhere. He's and that trans friend. kids, they deserve a fighting chance to be their true selves. Okay? Oh my God, I'm running late. Let's go. And y'all are obviously wondering what I'm going to wear to meet the president. Here you go. Oh my God. It's the trans flag <laughs> colors. I didn't see this part. Cute, right? It's the heels. Okay, Dylan, you're gonna be great. I love you. Let's go. Wow. Come on. Do you think I just knock on the front door? <laughs> Let's go. Looking for the president's dog. Okay, stop this one. I can't do it anymore. Our queen. I'm, uh, love you. Oh, good God. This you. one's. I didn't realize this was this long. So, and the thing. Leaving this, on cloud nine. The president. Just pause it because I, I can't take its voice anymore. Goodness gracious. Hold your thoughts on that because move to okay. move to the next one. And this, oh, no. the, well, this is, uh, this is just insane to me right here, dude. Now, it, again, you, you may have seen this. And so this is a video too. And th this is just a short one. I'll tell you when to stop at reverso. Yeah. God and, love you. Uh, thank you. I am extremely privileged to live in a state that allows me access to the resources I need. And that decision is just between me and my doctors. But many states have lawmakers that feel like they can involve themselves in this very personal process. Do you think states should have a right to ban gender-affirming health care? I don't think any state or anybody should have the right to do that. As a moral question and as a legal question. I just think it's wrong. You know, I think I was saying before we started that my son, my deceased son, used to be the Attorney General of the State of Delaware. He passed the most, the broadest piece of legislation he, as Attorney General, uh, was able to convince the legislature and the governor to sign that dealt with uh, all gender affirming capability. I mean, okay, that's there's enough. a lot okay. of, you know, right. some thoughts. Thoughts on that one, deplorable veteran. Oh, my. Well, how do I unpackage this one? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Don't be talking about packages around that guy. <laughs> oh, man. I did that to myself. Uh, so, first off, so. Trans person, person going to the White House. Is that considered a transmission? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Two, did he whip out his penis and bang it on a piano at the White House? <laughs> the, uh, oh, like that. Do crash. The, uh, uh, what? Joe Biden, man. Okay, so it's the constitutional authority that the states have the decision. So him saying that is a flat out lie. Yeah, I don't, you know, the thing is, everything that Joe Biden says, you don't take it with a grain of salt. You take it with a boulder of salt because the dude is good at one thing, is lying. I don't, I, I doubt, I doubt his son passed any legislation that had anything to do with that because his, his son's been dead for quite a while. And this, you know, this, this stuff just became popular like the last two seconds. Oh yeah, my, like, dude, your deceased son by this point is basically Superman. Come on, man. Come on. Hey, what are you going to do? You know what I mean? <laughs> So, uh, but not only that, and I've seen this so many times with quote unquote trans biological men pretending to be women, like women don't act like that. Like that's a, that's a gargantuan insult to women. Like, are there any women that are okay with this? 
Uh, my wife isn't. Dude, it's like. You know? If she started acting like that, I, I would crap out. <laughs> <laughs> What would you do if she started acting like that? Oh. Uh, Kick her ass off the house. Yeah, it's, it's time for you to go. You're either going to see a shrink or you're out. You live in the shed. Dude, my wife was wanting to, wanting to, and this is uh, TMI. I get, well, whatever. I haven't talked about this on the show at all or whatever. It's not really relevant, but, uh, and um, it's like, when you break up with your high school girlfriend. Oh, gosh. What are you about to say? About, I have no idea. Let, about, me get, let me get my hand on the button. About two months ago, my, my six-year-old son saw the neighbor's cat attacking a baby squirrel. The baby squirrel came in the house with us, got him all fixed up, had him for about two months. I fell in love with the baby squirrel. Hey, but now hang on. Okay. You, from the time you took the squirrel, you said you were going to give it away. Okay. I said I, said I was going to let it go. Yeah. And from that very day, I started calling it a pet squirrel. <laughs> and you said, no, no, it's not a pet squirrel. I said, okay, if you have it by Monday, it's a pet squirrel. And you had the thing he for wouldn't two go months. He liked me. He used to take him to work in his pocket. That's not true. He would he would have went in my pocket. He was he was awesome, dude. It was the coolest animal. And uh, he, my wife, it's like remember the movie Tommy Boy? Yeah, with the deer yeah, in the back. It. I think he tried to bite me. That was my wife. So he tried to bite me, dude. If he tried to bite you, you would bleed because he's a savage, right? So uh, I, I took him to a professional rehabber, and so you there's like a process to let him go because like he wasn't having it. He wanted to stay in the kitchen where it was warm in my house, and so. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty broke up about it, but my wife's like, Hey, I'm going to get this dog. No, <laughs> like, yeah, that, not, not going to happen. And so you can, you can go live in the shed with your dog. <laughs> I feel a little bit bad about it, but man, I had to get rid of the squirrel. So there's that, but yeah, back, back to what we were talking about. This is a podcast. <laughs> we can talk about whatever. So, um, people are tired of hearing about the squirrel at my job, especially just, it's just like when you break up with a girl, Oh, I loved her. I know, especially all the pictures and videos you used to show to everybody. Hey, he was cool, man. Yeah. I posted one on True Social, actually. You should check it out. Did, he did jumps you? He jumps from his uh, house, which was a plastic pumpkin, to my hand. Oh, that was a cool I did see that one. Yeah, slow motion. But uh, <laughs> so anyway, sorry about that. Um, yeah, but to me, it's just it, this, this whole thing with the, the trans, guy, trans thing going to the White House. The biological man pretending to be a woman going to the White right. House. It's just such a disgrace, dude. How how diminished are we when you see that China, you know, they 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 don't want any Nancy boys in their military or even anywhere. You know, Russia doesn't play these games. And here the United States military has been infected with this nonsense. And to a veteran of your stature, dude, what does that mean to you? Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't even know where to begin. Like, is this America anymore? Like, you know what I mean? It's like, the nuclear family is like, is what America has built itself upon. And to, you know, it's, it's kind of strange. Like this transgender movement didn't start like until a couple of years ago. And all of a sudden it's like, it's all, you can't escape it. And, you know, like to me, in my opinion, it's like, you can do whatever you want. If you want to chop your penis off or you want to take skin from your forearm and attach a penis, that's on you. When it starts affecting my, me and my family's life is when I have a problem. 
Yeah. And even if you want to take your whole forearm and attach it that way, just not have a forearm that and leave the hand on the end. Like I agree. I don't care. And, and, uh, you know, and Captain Reverso said if they wanted a man wanted to become a woman, it'd be like a hot dog you put in the microwave. <laughs> so, it's like you choose if you want to be a grower or a shower. Well, yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, though, you, that that lifestyle demands it demands acceptance from me and you. And, and no, I'm not accepting that. You're weird. Get away no, from me. And, have to accept and your mental illness. Yeah, and it's totally okay. Like they've tried to create a world where you like only a certain segment that would be us can't say, please leave me alone. Like, I, like they will force you into acceptance. No, dude, like, just please leave me alone. Get away from me. And most importantly, stay away from my children with that sick nonsense. And that's where their demands is. So, you know, they, they try to get their foot in the door with normal, like try to normalize it and make it, accept, you know, palatable and acceptable. And then psh, straight to the kids every time. So, mm-hmm. but the, the fact that that, that, that the, the quote-unquote president of the United States of America is doing, like, and there's people sitting around here. They all thought this was a good idea. Can you believe from any perspective that anybody of any of any importance inside that administration said this is a good idea? No, nah, there's, there's no way. And, you know, you're talking about those other countries, China and Russia. That's because uh-huh. they consist of, of leaders that are patriotic instead of, instead of what we have. I mean, the, the leaders that we have in this country – are, I mean, like this this regime that we have running the country, they're so corrupt, and they just all they care about is their money and their checking account and destroying the country. Well, I think that though those foreign leaders, they want a strong military, and they know that that doesn't equate to a strong military or a strong fighting force or a ferocity in any in any form. Like that's that's that. Yeah, I know it's the epitome of, of feminine femininity. Feminine. Yeah, femininity, and so. That's why you have these dudes that are acting like girls. No, they're not acting like girls. They're acting like freaking psychotic, damn lunatics. Yeah, eccentric it, wackos. It, yeah, it's always amplified. Of course, it's, it's always like extremely amplified. You know, it, it, no female has ever acted like that naturally, and so you got you know, this, this dude that. Just, yeah. What was that? I said it's, it's kind of sad too. It's like they're they're looking for affirmation on their lifestyle choices, which they're not going to get. No. You know, they might get it from, you know, the, the other wackadoodles on the left, but, you know, it, it's never going to be a nationwide acceptance. The, the analogy I've used, man, and I know that you can, you, you'll get this one, is like the Marilyn Manson kids from high school. Like, what are you looking at? Um, your stupid pants, your goofy hair, the five piercings in your face, your stupid pale makeup, and you're a dude. You know what I mean? And it's kind of the same yeah. phenomenon, like platform shoes. Yeah. I mean, whatever, but yeah, they, they wanted, because like actually when we were voting in our primaries of, a few months ago, uh, there was one in line, which I'd never seen so many people. Marilyn Manson guy? No, a tranny. Oh. Like, cause it, it was a dude, no hips, tight pants, no butt cheeks. And like, so man, you said, checked all that out. Hey, you know, listen, I saw tight jean fabric i'm looking like what is this yeah i have to ascertain as a man like what is this i'm looking at yeah yeah kind of like a wild animal like i'm a wild animal yeah like you got you know you got to sum it up and analyze it and everything i'm just looking before you pounce on it deplorable veteran is it fair for him to pick on me like that uh absolutely it's a free country still (laughs) yeah i mean this is a podcast we can do whatever right (laughs) that's not cool that's fine no but it had like the the the, uh like the uh 
Che Guevara style baseball cap, and I had like a tranny flag, which I didn't see the tranny flag till I had already ascertained that that's a dude trying to be a woman. And dude, it was like looking all over to see who was looking at it. Of course, I never let it see me looking at it. I have one question. What did you check out the package? I it was turned so. But you were trying to. <laughs> <laughs> no. You said they were wearing a Che shirt. A what now? A Che Guevara shirt. No, a Che Guevara style hat. Like you know that 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 uh, the commie style baseball hat with like the the steep front and the short bill. It was it, it was a camo hat like that's in that style, like the M Bison style Street Fighter Two hat thing. Oh yeah, kind of something like that. But it had the tranny flag. I saw eventually because like the the line was like like S. You know what I mean? Like it was back and forth, back and forth. And so finally, when I got to see the other side of it, it had a tranny flag pin, and it was like oh, the first time I voted. So it didn't really talk just like that. Really, <laughs> the first time I voted, like good. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> and, and the thing was, because that was when a lot of the school board stuff was being picked. Yeah. And so they wanted to make sure that no conservatives were going to be in the school board that would hem up the agenda of the trannies. And these schools are turning into indoctrination camps. It's crazy. So how, like, what? in Texas, but, you, you see a lot of this in Texas too? or? Oh, no. I'm in uh, Montgomery County area that's north of Houston. That it's That's Trump country. Okay. So, um, but we made sure me and my wife that, uh, my son just, uh, went to second grade and we were like, we, we want to know the curriculum. Absolutely. And they, they were, you know, they gave, they gave it to us. So, so they were accommodating and they, you know, absolutely. No, I'm just saying that, uh, I think all parents do that, you know, just, just especially now, um, you know, that they try to slip in some, some of their agenda. Somehow, you know, so you just have to be cautious. Oh, dude, they absolutely capitalized on America's complacency. That's how this happened. Everybody wants to know how this happened, and that that was just it. People, um, and that that's the, the the thing with conservative people, dude. Raising families, working hard, and you know, doing your due diligence, doing what you're supposed to be doing. Everything I described earlier that they hate us for, dude. They mm-hmm. they capitalized on that on on the lack of attention, the inability to pay attention with a full time job, raising a family. You know, that they, and I've said this for 20 years, man, they work around the clock. While we sleep, they work. And that mm-hmm. you, you can never discount the amount of Chinese influence. And I'm sure we've talked about it ad nauseum on here, and it's one of the fa- my favorite subjects is the election fraud and the, the multitude of ways they, they committed election fraud. And it's going to take a decade or more for all of that and every nuance of it to be uncovered. But... And not to mention, man, there's so many good, like, citizen organizations that are on True Social that are doing stuff about it. And I, I mm-hmm. think it's freaking amazing. But you can never discount the amount of Chinese infiltration in this country that's had effect on us socially and otherwise, including up to our elections. But, you know, uh, Ted Cruz, of all people, did an op-ed quite a few years ago that kind of outlined exactly how the Chinese Communist Party will fixate down to a very localized school district and specific administrators to institute curriculum that they want, you know, that, that's detrimental to us socially, uh, obviously. And I think they have a lot to do with this. I, mean, I think they have more. I think that their influence is probably more of a factor than anything else and what we're seeing as far as the, the trans nonsense. But that's just, that's well, just my TikTok opinion. TikTok is by China. Yes. So there, there you go. I mean, it's, and, and Trump was right saying that TikTok – 
it should, should, shouldn't be allowed in the United States. And here's the fruits of what he was talking about. Yes. Oh, absolutely. And just from you know, basic internet usage is addictive enough in its own right, but those things are formulated and created such a way where you, I guess you swipe down because like YouTube did like their version of it. And, uh, you know, you swipe, swipe, swipe. Dude, it's meant to rob hours out of your day and make you less intelligent. They've been working at this for a long time, and, man, they're good at it. Like, this is what they specialize in. And, again, that the the you have the, the, compl- the complacency I spoke about earlier, but also the phenomenon of, like, oh, that could never happen to me, or, yeah, that's yeah, crazy talk. Like, all of the things that, that, that you think are crazy or people accuse us for being crazy for saying, they, they keep coming true one after another. And in, as far as that goes, all of the multitude of things that Donald Trump says that he was so soundly or roundly rather mocked for that have come true, all of it. Can, you, can anybody name one thing? And I'm sure there's some out there, man. I'm a Donald Trump fan, but can anybody think of anything he said that was outlandish that they mocked that ended up being wrong? Anything. Nothing honestly comes to mind. Me neither. Nothing, man. Like, you know, there's some decisions he made that I could disagree with, but then again, I I wasn't in that position to to be able to make those decisions. But, um, you know, I think it it was uh, not an opportunity to have good advisors all the way around. I think that, you know, there was a lot of missed opportunities because of bad advice. I think there was a lot of bad advice, and it was set up that way on purpose. They had to try to minimize um his accomplishments because mm-hmm. the american people's the the make america great again agenda is for the people you know and they can't have that like they're, they're never going to want that and so and i mean it's, it's the left that went after him when he got inaugurated it was also the right yes i clearly remember how butthurt ted cruz was yes and like it took him a while to warm up to him so like the the first two years, you know, he he w- was getting attacked from both sides, and then unfortunately when we lost, I think it was was it the house in uh, eighteen? Yes. Then then it was uh, like you couldn't really pass anything after that. So the amount of stuff that Trump was able to accomplish with all all sides attacking him, it w- was phenomenal. Oh, he's one of a kind for sure. And that's one of the things that, that kind of annoys me to some degree is that, oh, it's got to be Ron DeSantis, Ron DeSantis. Like, man, and, and I've talked about it on here before. Like, number one, everybody knows in their heart of hearts that Trump was robbed. He already won a second term. He already won it. So there's that. Like, everybody wants to see that rectified. And then, you know, Ron DeSantis would not be – um, impervious to the to the same things that they did to Donald Trump, they would attack him more than likely because Donald Trump um, is is mostly friendly on the gay agenda. Ron DeSantis is more um, overtly against a lot of things in the gay political agenda. Mm-hmm. They, they will hammer him with that. They'll beat us with that. Like and For uh, sure. and that and not that I disagree with Ron DeSantis because I don't, but. Um, I think people don't take that into consideration. I think a lot of apolitical people that, that don't pay close attention don't realize the the machine w- will do exactly. And I think that Ron DeSantis would, would uh, be able to persevere and withstand it. I do think that I'd find it. Mm-hmm. I, I, the one, one thing about Donald Trump was, is when they would come after him, he would, uh, his ego would kind of get in the way. 
and maybe I think, and they knew that they were really good at manipulating manipulating him uh-huh. in that way because they knew how to play on the precepts of his ego, and so that he that to get him to say things and do things. And one example would be the uh, the the uh, Woodward interview. Man, why'd you do that? Like you shouldn't. He shouldn't. Don't sit down with this guy, man. This dude's the enemy, man. He looks at you like you're the enemy. And, and like, mm-hmm. and I, I get it, man. Like Donald Trump thought that he could apply some of that diplomatic effort that he used and had great success with elsewhere domestically with a, an enemy propaganda machine, the mainstream media. That that was never going to work. He should. And again, far be removed for me to say, hey, I would have done this armchair quarterbacking. But man, I wish you would not have done that. And not that there was anything lo- really long term ramifications that were totally detrimental from him doing that. It was just a bad idea, man. Like, don't don't even give them the time of day in my book. Yeah, they're they're so ingrained. You know, it's 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 not worth the effort. And 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 likewise, man, I feel that they're controlled by China to a large degree. I mean, that's and I I could be completely wrong. That's just how I feel about it, man. Like it that there's no other reason with the amount of of success that he had in so many avenues that. Mm-hmm. That, that the American mainstream media would stand against him to, to the degree that they did. And let, let's take the very fine people thing. They, they knew, they knew that he was not talking about neo-Nazis, but they right. still, they still did what they did. And you see it today. They still, you know, all these trolls on true social, they'll, they'll always say stuff like that. And then January 6th, where he told them to go peacefully and patriotically. Mm-hmm. We, me and you probably have seen enough videos, video evidence that it, it was no Patriot that was breaking into the Capitol. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that, that's like I said, prior to the, to turning the, the recording on is that's why we formed this, uh, the three of us and, and one of the guy that's not here, he, he makes it on every now and again. Um, we, we were there and at the, at the rally at the ellipse and, um, Right before, because you know Donald Trump started way late, and uh, one of the guys he um, ha- has an injury that kind of impedes his his uh, speed a little bit, and so we'd been looking for uh, like a scooter, like the Capital Electric scooter or the bike all day long, and none of them. I'm talking like dozens and dozens did not have a charge. I mean, mm-hmm. anyone you came across, and so, um, dude, that was a, such a terrible day. But so as we start up the mall towards the Capitol unbeknownst to us of course that it's already being overran with people and uh but as we're coming up the mall one of the the cross streets on the actual mall itself uh and you guys can stop me if i say anything that's inaccurate but here come about 10 10 guys soy guy i mean soy boys i mean honestly dude yeah on uh on the capital the green capital electric bikes and dude verbatim i can see him hear him he said to me or said to our group, he said, come on, they, they broke in on the left side. And so they were like egging people on, which we were still a good clip away at that point. I guess that was, we were, we were about half, halfway to 75% up the mall at that point, which I didn't realize because this is the first time I'd ever been to DC, how big, because I think it's like 1.2 miles or what one or 1.2 miles from the, the uh, Washington Memorial to the Capitol. And so, but I had already checked Gateway Pundit as we were leaving the ellipse and saw what, you know, that Mike Pence wasn't going to do what he should have done. And man, dude, it, it was just awful. That was, that was a bad day. But yeah, that, uh, yeah. 
and obviously the Ray Epps stuff, man, like I it's so bad. And then, and now you see that that Nancy Pelosi was had a film crew. Like, do we talk about this? No, no. I don't. Deplorable veteran, you saw that. Her yeah, her daughter was there on January 6th filming yeah. with a film crew. Like where so, like inside? Inside the Capitol building, yeah. Really? That was the most contrived and stupid thing. Yeah. No, no coincidences. Yeah. Well, <laughs> maybe we'll do it on the next show. Oh, okay. and by the way, for those that, that are listening, uh, we won't have a show next week because uh, I'm going to be on vacation. Yeah, and this revolves around you. Hey, you guys are more than welcome to do it. If Deplorable Veteran wants to call in and have one with you guys, you can do that. It'd be awesome. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm down. Kidding. See, he's down. <laughs> yeah. Because it, it's just that, that, that I'm more political than the other two. So. <laughs> but uh, anyhow, moving on. Crisis in Pennsylvania. This is on Gateway Pundit. This came out today. 255,000 unverified new voters sent ballots. Candidates better contact their lawyers. So this will be the only one that I read. Pennsylvania Democrat officials sent out 255,000 ballots to people they could not verify either by their Social Security or driver's license numbers. Uh-huh. 15 Republican state representatives sent a letter to acting secretary of the Commonwealth Lee Chapman after they discovered over 240,000 illicit ballots were sent out to state prior to the 2022 midterm elections. See these, you think they're going to set those aside? Hell no, (laughs) No. dude. It's, it's so bad, man. It is so, so bad. And like I said, man, these they can't win without cheating. Yeah. I I saw a post from uh, true the vote that, um, that I think is really important. If you have free time to to overwatch a ballot drop box, absolutely not illegal. So yeah, that, and that's one of the ones we talked about last week. Uh, that uh, Mel Trumper, I think her name is, and it's uh, Clean Elections USA. And so uh, they and she had plenty of video from where. Um, and I actually sent like I think twenty bucks. Like I was imploring people to like because that's what we always do. Like asking people to donate to stuff that man where you're seeing actual tangible results in real time, and and that would be one of them. I feel like True the Vote's one of them, and Project Veritas, and um, which that I give to True the Vote and Project Veritas just on a recurring donation. And I wish that everybody listening would, but dude, even five bucks, man, like that's better than donating to any political pack or anything like that, in my sure. opinion. But. Um, what else, you got anything else you want to hit on? We can talk Steve Bannon. What what do you got Bannon. on Steve Bannon? Obviously, and, and he hasn't reported yet, but now he's they they convicted him, correct? Correct. Yeah. And and what the, was that? Six months? Four. four. Yeah. Four months. That was four. <laughs> yeah. Four months. One hundred eight. Oh, sorry. I'm originally from Louisiana, so my math's not the best. <laughs> <laughs> I graduated from a very prestigious high school in our podunk town. I know. It's not, it's not prestigious at all. No, it, it was for kids. It was uh, it was for bad kids. Yeah, that would never fall in line in regular school. Yeah, well, whatever. Things happen. We used to call that the peanut butter class. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but, yeah, um, that uh, that's again, that's an extension of the Trump political witch hunt, what they've done to Steve Bannon. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's all I, – I don't know what the J6 committee is attempting to do, mm-hmm. you know, what their end goal is. I because I, I I think they're just using this as leverage. They're just trying to dra- drag this out until midterms because they know they don't have anything, you know. Right. And uh, and that, I I think they're trying to. I think their end goal was to make Steve Bannon the fall guy, but um, he's going to appeal that, and 
um, there, I, I think, um, what was it? Uh, I, I think the, the statute that they were trying to charge with it, they were saying there was a, min, a minimum sentence he had to serve and it's, it's untrue. So I think that in itself would get, get the, the conviction overturned. So you don't think he'll ever serve any time? I think so. No. I found that a little bit far fetched to myself. Uh, you think they're just going after all these J6ers to make it where the, the public's just scared to stand up mm-hmm. against anything? I mean, did Alex Jones. Y'all. He was he was there, and he was telling people not to go. And, you know, now, I mean, the Sandy Hook stuff he talked about, I mean, uh, okay, I don't agree, but it is his right, his First Amendment constitutional right to discuss whatever he wants to talk about. And, you know, the the judge that was presiding over this case, I don't know if you guys know the background, but she's, she was an LGBTQ uh, a judge. So um, that, that's her background. So he was kind of set up for failure to begin with. Yeah. You know? I, I, I did, we, and we played it, I did the clip where the prosecution's asking him, you, you've said on your show that the government is, is uh, involved in a child trafficking ring. You mean like oh, Jeffrey Epstein and the Clintons? Yeah, <laughs> dude. Oh, and then the one they had, like they had Joe Rogan and Daniel Cormier commentating, like from a UFC fight, just like oh, like that was awesome. Which that that so, Steve Inman guy? Uh, did you watch him on True Social? The um, that- the non-essential commentary guy. Oh no, he's he's pretty funny, dude. Because uh, he'll just you know like. He'll take videos of whatever thing to like add his commentary to it, and I didn't realize he was actually a king of the cage uh, MMA or like the promotion years back. He was a commentator for them because I was I was, we're going back and forth on some comments last night, and man, I, I absolutely love True Social. Is somebody that's not a social media guy, I think it's awesome the way that conservatives are able to congregate on there. Man, I, I think it's great. I love it. Like, and and because like I said, we've had so many. Uh, connections for our show from there. Uh, I, I enjoy it, man. It's, uh, I think it's really, really cool. But I can't remember what, what what the point of me bringing him up was in the context of what we were talking about. The videos oh. that he brings up. Yeah, yeah. Which, you know, it, because that, that uh, just because uh, the Alex Jones video where they used Joe Rogan and, and Daniel Cormier as a response to that it was brilliant. But, but yeah, that's... Uh, there's no way he can realistically pay. What was that? Like almost a billion dollars, right? Yeah, nine eighty or something like that. Nine eighty million. Man, dude. And when you see the things that the pharmaceutical companies are going to wait, getting away with right now with this COVID shot, dude, and then you see that guy over exercising rights, free speech, getting hit with that, and these guys get off scot free, and literally, I mean, you couldn't. I can't quantify a number to even say if it's in the thousands, tens of thousands that have been affected by that negatively. Because I'm seeing articles daily of people falling out because of this COVID vaccine. And people are still getting the booster shots. That's crazy. Yeah. I, 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 I just don't get it. I mean, I mean, I think these these people that have been so brainwashed by the left-wing media, and they were the ones that were turning on the news every single day during the coronavirus. And it was like 33 more people contracted it and all this other stuff. And then all these uh, <clears throat> these physicians that were getting banned, you know, like uh, Dr. Malone, yes. uh, you know, uh, 
all the all these other guys. I, I can't can't think of them yeah, right now. Real doctors, though. Right, and they were getting banned from big big tech, you know, and were called conspiracy theorists because they were questioning the science. Well, newsflash: questioning the science is part of the scientific method. Absolutely. You know, it's just, uh, I think I, I do see some people saying, you know, like Bill Gates and depopulation and all that stuff. I mean, it could be true, but I think it's more of just big pharma trying to cash in on everybody. Man, you know, I, I think I have an answer for everything. You know what I mean? Like, like I said, I graduated from a uh, podunk high school, so it's just my opinion. But <laughs> and, and in that particular situation, what you just said. I, I don't. I I can't say that Bill Gates is not a nefarious guy. Like, I I think he's a. And again, man, look no further. And, and I'm, I I don't. I like to think I'm not a conspiracy theorist, man. But when when you look at the fact that he had a relationship, a long-standing relationship that he was very obtuse about with Jeffrey Epstein, and granted, mm-hmm. being a pedophile or whatever it is, which I mean, again, aesthetically, he reeks of a pedophile when I look at him. I mean, does anybody have an disagreement with that no so i mean is there an argument to the contrary but you know that doesn't necessarily you know uh mean that 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 you're a depopulation guy but what was the deal because we talked about in africa with that uh hpv shot i think it was and so yeah but and, and so they were saying that it either made these girls uh incapable of pregnancy or, or they died. Like, I can't, my, my memory fails me, but I don't know, man. Like I, I, I don't think, I think that he's a nefarious guy, man, buying up all these large swaths of land, talking about eating, you know, synthetic meat and uh, covering the sun. Like th- this guy's a whack job, man. Like what's he saying about covering the sun? He's talked about spraying something in the atmosphere to, to cool the earth. Like, like dude, who, who, on, who in the flying hell do you think you are? It's, yeah. it's my, would be my question, you know? So, um, and I'm not saying I disagree with you. I'm not saying that he is a depopulation guy, but I, I'm just saying that some, you know, I like to think I'm a pretty rational person, but man, that guy is a weird, weird, weird son of a right there, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. Yeah. It was the, uh, the polio vaccine in, uh, in Africa where they like 70% of the people that got the quote unquote vaccine were given polio instead. Yeah. I'm reading that right now. I just looked that up. Yeah. So, I mean, and again, you, I mean, do you think that's accidental that that happened? Yeah. I mean, like I said before, there are no coincidences. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dude. Like, and so, uh, and, and I'll be honest, man, like I don't, you know, the world economic forum and all that stuff. Like, and, and I view it negatively, but I'm not well versed in any of that. Like I pay attention to, to mm-hmm. what, to, and that's because that's something that happened in the Obama years, man. That used to frustrate me, man. Like people would kind of get off on these rabbit trails of this, this, and this that wasn't really pertinent to what was going on at that time. That could have, if everybody would have kind of been in, in a concerted effort together, that that some things could have potentially been averted. And I feel like that now, but people get off on too many rabbit trails of craziness, and uh, and and you know. But I mean, like you think we think of it you know, potentially as a rabbit trail craziness, but look how many things have been proven along that path. Yeah. I mean, so where, and that's true. Yeah. That's true. So I, I don't know, that's, but I, I don't have access to enough information to know. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, and I agree with that. But and and one example would be, um, you know, like you said, with drop boxes and stuff like that. Like there's there's actionable things that people can do right now and do the most important thing would be right now, vote, 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 period. No matter where you are, vote and um, chase those rabbit trails. That's fine. But make sure you're also doing your due diligence at all times is with, you know, with, with, with the actionable things that can be done. So what do you say to the people that say uh, my vote doesn't matter because they're going to cheat anyway? I would that's say I would say that that's exactly what they want you to think because they because and so me and Buford have somewhat of a longstanding disagreement as far as the direction of our country and what's going on, and uh, mm-hmm. so I would say that you know again uh, you know I've said this before, man. People, the sacrifice for our ability to live the way we do and vote goes back two hundred plus years, and. And it's been maintained all this time. And if they can take your right to to, to vote away without firing a shot, man, they they that's they've done brilliant. You should never forfeit your right to vote without without a like. And that's not our disagreement. Well, the, I, I I I agree, but but there's it's sort of a derivative. But the thing is, too, man, is that because I've heard people say that you've heard well, people. Say yeah, that. I've absolutely heard I'm people asking. say that. But the thing is, these people, and it's already been proven, they cannot cheat to the degree that they did with regularity they can't continually year after year cheat to the degree that they did without being caught the american people are still a a formidable force they cannot be trifled with to that degree without massive resistance and violent resistance he's making a face that's yet to be proved he's making a face at me lately yeah see he don't believe it i don't this is the disagreement yeah i don't deplorable veteran can you settle this disagreement can you be can you be a mediator Uh, here okay i i guess i will add to this that the electoral college is what is saving our right now. Yes. Um, I guess to set up, man, I don't, I don't want to create a rift. I don't want to become that guy. If I come back on your show. Oh no, you're, you're definitely going to have to come back on our show. Number one, you'll have to come back, but <laughs> number, number two. So that means you don't have an option, yeah. <laughs> but no, it, it's not, there's no rift, dude. It's, it's all good, man. But this is what we're here for. Just, uh, this is true diversity, diversity of thought. That's what we need. All right. So what's the main argument? Who's the, I want to. I want to hear you guys sell it to me in thirty seconds each side. Go. Okay, mine is that the American population has let the highest seat in the land be stolen and has done absolutely nothing about it. So when I was there in D.C., everybody could, the politicians and everything could see that the dog rode over and showed his belly. So it's over. And they can continue to cheat, and they know the American populace will do nothing about it. Is that your 32nd? Yes. Okay. My argument is this. But don't start the 30 seconds. Give me, like, a good 10 seconds. No. <laughs> Hang on. Uh, the American people still have the ferocity that our founders had. Is it more sublimated because of a variety of factors? Yes. The American people, like I said a minute ago, ca- cannot and will not continually tolerate the level of corruption that we've been seeing. A lot of them were not aware of it. A lot of them have been complacent. You're only going to be able to push these people so far that it'd be just like in Brazil and Sao Paulo, uh, plenty of places. Dude, you see resistance right now in Iran. Very suppressed people resisting resisting a, the government. Okay, okay, so 30 seconds up. So what else? No, is it, that wasn't 30 seconds. What else is it going to okay. take, though? I mean, you have hey, our, our country being flipped he stole, over. He stole, he, stole, he stole 10 seconds from you. 
Yeah, he, he did. <laughs> he stole my 10 seconds. That's okay. I don't need my 10 seconds back. But you get the ba- the basic gist of both our sides, right? And I see both sides. Sorry oh. to burst your guys' bubble. Um, I do think there is a level of complacency, for sure, where a lot of people are rolling over and they're dependent on um, their their local leaders to you know, support and actually do what they're getting voted for. And it's not happening. Um, but I also see this, like this anger underlying that, you know, and I, I don't know if that's the media pushing this, you know, or if people are just 100% just fed up and are, I'm not saying anybody's planning anything or any of that stuff, you know, but there, there's just a major tension right now. And it's, we're at a precipice, honestly. So, you know, uh, I, I just, I, I don't, I can't foresee, you know, us doing anything about it technically. Yeah, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. What else can, what I else? I'm kind of rolling on one side that I think we're, we're too complacent that we're not, we're just going to allow this to happen. Yeah. Well, 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 hold on, clarify. We're going to allow what to happen? The continuation of what they're doing to our country? Man, like I'm, I'm an optimistic realist. Okay. So, okay. You, you know, I I do think um, every civilization I, I has failed. Okay, that's fine. We're going to fail. The cable's been cut on the elevator, and we're crashing down. Okay, now because okay, people are saying that that, that nobody's going to do anything. I, and I think that, that people have the idea that it's ultimately going to be a, a violent revolution. Like, again, like what you're seeing in Iran and, and that has played out so many times throughout human history, violence. And so I think that American people are some of the most dynamic, well-rounded, and, and truly diverse in, in, in the real definition of diversity. Again, diversity of thought. I think that there's a very, like, America is still the greatest and smartest and most well-rounded group of people in the world, in my opinion. And, dude, the success of... N- n- Nobody needs to look any further than the success of Cary Lake in Arizona right now to know that, dude, we're ready for fighters, and people are fighting the most peaceful way they know how. Again, we just outlined clean elections, um, true the vote. There's good people doing heavy lifting. James O'Keefe would be another one, man. There's people out there fighting the good fight, and they need to be joined, and they need to be bolstered with people's money is what I'm saying, man. Like, people, like, what can I do? And I've said it since the inception of this this podcast is, man, you can get off Facebook and stop giving money to a freaking bona fide communist. Which nobody. He's done. Well, hold on. And and you can donate to good people that are fighting the good fight. And again, it just people. Uh, we had people I, swear to us they were getting off Facebook and all of them are back on. True or false? Yeah. I mean, that's true. That, 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 that's what I'm saying. That's true. But I don't the, know what else it's going to take but, for people. Their country's been stolen but, from them. Because, They've. Their kids are being indoctrinated and turned to queers, and then you have all these IRS agents now. They're coming after you full force, and nobody's doing anything. Nothing. Those people that got back onto Facebook or apolitical type people that don't that quite haven't comprehended the severity of their the situation that their freedoms absolutely at stake. Will all of them fight? No. Well, I just okay. So I agree with you on that. Go ahead. On truth. Today, people were jumping for joy with Elon Musk taking, you know, he's taking Twitter over again. Uh-huh. So is everybody planning to go back to Twitter or like the people that are on true social? You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not because that's like, that's like going to an ex that's burned you. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like dude, I, I, 
I'm personally staying on True Social, 100%. I, I'm not going back. I never had a Twitter, so I don't have anything to go back to. I don't. There's nothing that I miss there. I do again, um, and I don't think that it that it's uh, wrong to want to be around like people of of, of like mind. Um, and dude, the vitriol that comes along with leftism, like the the snark and the narcissism, and again, that doesn't because the thing is too when you talk about like trolls on True Social, that's one of the things I've noticed. Be, having been on political forums like uh, V Bulletin style forums for years, uh, you know, debating politics with people that could actually articulate and make you know, have a have a good thought provoking argument, dude, you don't get that right. with these people, man. These people are antagonistic, blowhard little twerp bastards, and I got no time for that, dude. If you want like actual dialogue. And a, a contemplative conversation. I'm all about it, but um, yeah. So that's the long way of saying uh, I'm staying on True Social. I'm not, I have no inclination to be on Twitter. Like, and that's the thing, man. I don't have to do a victory dance or anything like that because, dude, I'm I'm not even necessarily this big like Elon Musk, Elon Ellen, Ellen DeGeneres, Elon <laughs> Musk fan. Like, I don't, you know, whatever, dude. Like. If basically to me, man, if you're not a hardcore conservative, I don't, I don't give a shit. But yeah. it's kind of like with, with, with Joe Rogan, man. I don't hate Joe Rogan or anything, but Joe Rogan was a Bernie guy, and is the dude coming around to some better thought processes? I think he probably is. I think that he's got a good platform, and I think, dude, that's another thing that indicates to me that people ain't. Re- Again, people are op- still open minded to conservative principles, and I think it if you can have somebody in pop culture like Joe Rogan to kind of articulate it, articulate it into a certain way that, that people have never heard before or from somebody they've never heard it from before, it wins people to the cause, dude. But I think that, that overall in, in our society, and I think it's engineered with the internet in such a way, immediacy, immediate glorification, man, people, people's, uh, synapses fire so fast, go off and on so fast, their attention span is only so long. And so if you're not into politics and you're not kind of plugged in, immersed in reading current events and watching what's going on, because man, let's be honest, dude, it, you know, it's popular amongst people that, that are kind of on that app like we are. And, and people have kind of a, a roundabout. Well, I mean, I can make an argument either way based off of this thought because I've never ever seen so many people. I mean, People did not like Barack Obama, but it's nothing like this. People are sick of this. And so what you're supposed to do is vote the bastards out, and that's what they're going to do. So that's their fo- that's how this will manifest itself. Like Because, again, the, the idea that you have to become vi- – like they – true or false, deplorable veteran, they, they want people right. to, like us to become violent – to, to make an example of target and further the narrative that MAGA Republican fascists are, are a thing – they don't want you voting. Like, and that's the thing. Like, that's the trap, man. They want people to get to, to have extreme rhetoric and start to say things about calls to violence as opposed to mm-hmm. voting. Vote, vote, vote in mass. They can't handle it. And that's what it's going to take. And personally, I believe that's exactly what's going to happen. I think that it's going to be so severe and so overwhelming, they won't be able to stop it. That's my opinion on how this is going to play out. Our, our Let best, him talk. I'm sorry. 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 My it's bad. Fine. Fine. Uh, I, I was, um, yeah, I, 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 I kind of do agree with that too. Um, you know, there, there will be people that will say, Hey, are like to, to not go vote, like your vote doesn't matter. Or they, they will go and watch the news before they go vote and watch the tallies come in and all this other stuff. Just don't even turn on the news that day. Just go and vote. Yes. Like don't, 
I think that's what happened in Arizona in 2020 is they were seeing the votes coming in and started to, like Fox News, whenever they called it with less than 1% in, it disenfranchised a lot of voters. Mm-hmm. So they were like, well, my vote doesn't matter anymore because they called it. And that could have deterred a lot of people from, from voting. That's a phenomenal point. And it almost seems when you when you make that point that that was a, st- a strategic endeavor on their behalf. And so, man, I, I, that's a very, very uh, poignant thing you just said. I, I couldn't agree more. Don't, don't watch TV. Go vote. Yep. The, uh, Cancel the no. Do what you do. Do what you got to do. Just go and, vote. And man, when you're looking at eleven eleven point percentage lead for for Carrie Lake, and likewise, you got to be careful of that because I think and I, I saved the text from my brother, man. Uh, whenever uh, Comey uh, did, with the uh, with the emails when they weren't going to go after Hillary Clinton on the emails, oh, it's over, you know, this that, and the other, and then Hillary Clinton turned right around. Their campaign was saying that uh, they were going to turn Texas blue. And this dude, I said that right there is what's going to cost her the election in 2016. They're getting overconfident, yep. and so that's one thing that that you have to have to be careful with is that they're not changing the polls, altering the other ways for exactly what you described for people to stay home. This is a very, very uh, concise and high stakes game that they're playing here, and they mm-hmm. would, you know, because power to them is everything, and like it's power that like, people at our level of society can't even understand. That's why they're jockeying for it to the degree that they are. Man, this is to them. This is this is life and death pol- politically and monetarily for them. This is why they have to win. This is why they ostracize Donald Trump. But it's all to, obviously look around is to our detriment. Their power equates to our detriment, dude. Look at our inflation. Look at all the negative things that have come along with a stolen election. We can't allow it. And I think that people know that. And whether they get off of Facebook or not. And again, just like uh, we got a, a friend of the show that's local that won a school board seat on conservative values, and he got in with conservatives on on Facebook, and that's how he won. So to some, and I don't like Facebook. I don't have a Facebook, but dude, if you can manipulate that and use it to a de- to, to the degree that you can be beneficial politically, then do that. Use that tool for your own benefit and up until the point they kick you off. But th- th- this fight's not over. Th- 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 we're st- my my point of contention is that we're still in this fight. Captain Reverso hasn't weighed in on this. What do you, what is your opinion? I uh, I don't know. Sometimes it's a. Uh... I'm kind of with Buford, and sometimes I'm I'm kind of with you. I, it just it, it seems like we could go either way right now. You're still on Facebook, right? No. Are you sure? I'm, I'm not, that was not inspiring. No, you looked away, down and away. Isn't that some kind of like? What's your signifier? What's your login? What's your password? I don't have a password. Hand over your phone. Uh, 69 guys. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. I can See, only be serious for so long. I was. I can only yeah. be serious for so long. But, man, uh, I got to drive to uh, Florida tomorrow. So, uh, <laughs> long way from New York. Yes, can't you tell by all the way accents? from all the way from Manhattan. Yeah. So I tell you this much, dude, we'll, we'll, uh, talk on email. If you're ever in our neck of the woods, man, you'll have to come in and sit in with us, man. And that's one of the things I was wanting to say at the beginning. Like I, I enjoy the people that we've dealt with off true social so much. The, uh, Hartland Matthias was, uh, he was super fun too, man. Cause like we're all the same. And, uh, I had a guy that was, that was doing this with us, uh, that I chose. And then he disappeared that I've been friends with for years that is quite a bit like me politically. And, and when I talk to, to guys like you, it's like, man, it'd be great to have somebody like that in studio all the time would be fun, man, because we could really, really set this thing on fire. But, um, For sure. Man, I, I enjoyed it, man. I love yeah, talking to you. Yeah, we can continue our riff, too. Oh, that's fine. 
That's fine. We can get all in on I've that. Because I won this one tonight. I, 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 uh, so who won that? I call it a draw. Yeah, a draw. Hey, I tell you what, the midterms will tell it'll be the tail of the tape, right? Ah, good point. Next, yeah, uh, twenty twenty four will be the. That's what I'm saying. That's. I mean, that's what I'm saying, dude. If you again, so the 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 fact that Carrie Lake won. Here we her, go. Uh, the fact, come on. Just when you thought you were gonna be able to hang up, I'm just saying the fact that Carrie Lake they they tried to deplorable veteran. You know that they tried mm-hmm. to cheat her in that primary. You know this. Oh yeah. And they weren't able. So what to. if they let a couple of them slip through to give. Also, some guys, some false hope, thinking, okay, everything's okay. And then when the presidential election comes, people have already have already let their guard down some and become complacent again. And then, boom, there it goes again. Because she's going to – now that she's in in Arizona – I mean, isn't that, that fair? She's going to have fair the ability to, to mitigate fraud. Like, that's, that's the thing. You're getting – dude, that woman's a war hammer, dude. She's not – you'll see. Like, and that's what I'm saying, right. man. You've got to get those powerful – motivated, inspirational, freaking tough leaders like that woman who is dude. I mean, no nonsense doesn't even scratch the surface of this woman's demeanor. Is she one person? Yeah. But take like Pelosi, Schumer and Biden. Take, take uh Margie Taylor green, take Lauren Bobert. These people that, that I think Matt Gates is good. Um, people that will call a spade a spade and, and uh, go toe to toe with them, man. And, Dude, when you see the way she handles the leftist media alone, it's when when people are always saying, "I wish that Donald Trump, you know, was uh, more articulate," or just kind of the way he, which I, I wouldn't change hardly, you know, a thing about Donald Trump's personality. I think it's hilarious. I love the way he he uh, conducted himself, um, and I don't think it was nearly as objectionable as objectionable as the leftist media tried to say that it was. But Carrie Lake is a more concise version orating than Donald Trump, like or. or She's a more articulate version of Donald Trump. Yeah, she's, I know. We saw, we had, yeah, I we mean, covered her on the podcast. She's lethal, she dude. Was, like, she's, uh, her ability. for an interview or something, and she shut him down. Right. Like, her, technically speaking, from a purely technique standpoint, because a lot of people don't like Floyd Mayweather, but verbally, if, if her verbal. Don't you have uh, to say Floyd Money Mayweather? Floyd Money Mayweather. Okay. Her verbal ability translated into a, a, a boxing would be about like that. She would be that fluid, smooth, and concise. She's that good. Wow. I wonder if she always carries a bag with a million dollars cash, too. Oh, man. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> She'd have to be a Democrat to do that. Hey. <laughs> hey. Zing. Yeah. Well, cool. Dude, uh, we will uh, – I'll obviously tag you when I post this uh, on Monday. I'll be on the beach, by the way. Just so you know, nice man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, I've earned it. I think so. Uh, we because we made now you sound like a Democrat. <laughs> I know. I didn't say I want it for free. I said I earned it. <laughs> uh, thank you everybody for listening. We will miss next week and be back the week after. Um, and as always, give us a like, give us a rating, five stars, and uh, if you're feeling froggy, leave us a review. That would be great. And uh, I think that's all. Right? Do we any more housekeeping? Uh, just about. The American populace giving up on their country. Okay, now somebody's bitter. If, for somebody that supposedly won, you're a little bitter. No, I'm not bitter. But that is too true for radio. <laughs> That's too true for radio. No, you can't sing about it. They'll show you the door. Cause Nashville ain't got any balls anymore. They cast you aside, hope you'll tuck tail and leave. But you ain't ever met an old boy quite like me.
Well, I'd rather be real than put on a fake show, but that's too true for.